0: Hear ye, hear ye. That's it. That's all I had.
1: Hear ye, hear ye, everybody. Today is day one hundred and forty. One hundred and forty. Ding, 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 ding.
0: <laughs> Boom. Hey, one hundred and forty.
1: Today, everybody, we are reading Second Chronicles, chapters twenty-five through the end of chapter twenty-eight.
0: Unless. 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 Unless Jesus comes back in the middle of the reading. He could. He could. Yep. He's so sweet. Yeah, it would be. It'd be amazing. It would be best reading ever. I mean, seriously. It'd be incredible. You think he'd let us finish? Uh, the sky rolls back. You hear I, the trumpet. I don't, I don't want to finish. And he's just like, he's just like you guys, you guys finish up. I'm going to be out. The people that are left on earth for this next part are really going to need the Bible.
1: Yeah, well, at least they have last year's.
0: That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we're not going to finish no, then. We're, we're out of here. We're out. I'm just, Jump right out. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, no big deal. Maybe. But we'll see you in the sky. Yeah, when
1: if you're still here. and <laughs> Yeah,
0: you can't be mad at us. we read believe. the Bible. Yeah. yeah, go
1: back and listen to last year. And believe in Jesus. Yeah, do that. Just do it right away.
0: Okay, well, that was weird. Let's get to it, Eric. Okay. How did you say this name? Am- Amazia? Uh, you say it Amaziah. I do, and, but it doesn't matter to me.
1: Yeah, so it's Amaziah. Okay. And, uh, but in my mind for so many years, I've always said out in my mind, Amaziah, but well, it's
0: Amaziah. Well, we did Amaziah yesterday. Did we? Yep. And today we'll do Amaziah. Amaziah. Same guy. Amaziah. So make sure you write Boo Okay. Amaziah. Amaziah was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 29 years. His mother was Jehoadin from Jerusalem. Amaziah did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight, but not wholeheartedly.
1: Hmm. When Amaziah was well established as king, he executed the officials who had assassinated his father. However, he did not kill the children of the assassins, for he obeyed the command of the Lord as written by Moses in the book of the law, which says, Parents must not be put to death for the sins of their children, nor children for the sins of their parents. Those deserving to die must be put to death for their own crimes. Hmm. Then Amaziah organized the army, assigning generals and captains for all Judah and Benjamin. He took a census and found that he had an army of 300,000 select troops. 20 years old and older, all trained in the use of spear and shield. He also paid about 7,500 pounds of silver to hire 100,000 experienced fighting men from Israel. But a man of God came to him and said, Your Majesty, do not hire troops from Israel, for the Lord is not with Israel. He will not help those people of Ephraim. If you let them go with your troops into battle, you will be defeated by the enemy, no matter how well you fight. Mm. God will overthrow you, for he has the power to help you or to trip you up. Amaziah asked the man of God, but what about all the silver I paid to hire the army of Israel? The man of God replied, the Lord is able to give you much more than this. So Amaziah discharged the hired troops and sent them back to Ephraim. This made them very angry with Judah, and they returned home in a great rage. Then Amaziah summoned his courage and led his army to the Valley of Salt, where they killed 10,000 Edomite troops from Seir. They captured another one, 10,000 and took them to the top of a cliff and threw them off, dashing them to pieces on the rocks below. Meanwhile, the hired troops that Amaziah had sent home raided several of the towns of Judah between Samaria and beth Horon. They killed 3,000 people and carried off great quantities of plunder. When King Amaziah returned from slaughtering the Edomites. He brought with him idols taken from the people of Seir. He set them up as his own gods and bowed down in front of them and offered sacrifices to them. This made the Lord very angry, and he sent a prophet to ask, Why do you turn to gods who could not even save their own people from you? But the king interrupted him and said, Since when have I made the king's king's counselor? Be quiet now before I have (coughs) you killed. So the prophet stopped with this warning. I know that God has determined to destroy you because you have done this and have refused to accept my counsel. After consulting with his advisors, King Amaziah of Judah sent challenge to Israel's King Jehoash, the son of Jehoahaz, the grandson of Jehu, come and meet me in battle. But King Jehoash of Israel replied to King Amaziah of Judah with this story. Out in Lebanon mountains, a thistle sent a message to a mighty cedar tree, saying, give your daughter in marriage to my son. But just then a wild animal of Lebanon came by and stepped on the the thistle, crushing it. You are saying I have defeated Edom, and you were very proud of it. But my advice is to stay at home. Why stir up trouble that will only bring disaster on you and the people of Judah? But Amaziah refused to listen, for God was determined to destroy him for turning to the gods (coughs) of Edom. So King Jehoahash of Israel mobilized his army against King Amaziah of Judah. The two armies drew up their battle lines at Beth Shemesh in Judah. Judah was routed by the king of Israel, and its army scattered and fled for home. King Jehoash of Israel captured Judah's king and Messiah, son of Joash, and grandson of Ahaziah at Beth Shemesh. Then he brought to Jerusalem where he demolished 600 feet of Jerusalem's walls from Ephraim Gate to the Corner Gate. He carried off all the gold and silver and all the articles from the Temple of God that had been in care of Obed-Edom. He also seized the treasures of the royal palace along with the hostages and then returned to Samaria.
0: King Amaziah of Judah lived for 15 years after the death of King Jehoash. Of Israel. The rest of the events in Amaziah's reign from beginning to end are recorded in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. After Amaziah turned away from the Lord, there was a conspiracy against his life in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lachish. But his enemies sent assassins after him, and they killed him there. They brought his body back on a horse, and he was buried with his ancestors in the city of David.
1: All the people of Judah had crowned Amaziah's 16 year old son, Uzziah, as king in place of his father. After his father's death, Uzziah rebuilt the town of Elath and restored it to Judah. Uzziah was 16 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 52 years. His mother was Jechaliah from Jerusalem. He did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight, just as his father Amaziah had done. Uzziah sought God during the days of Zechariah, who taught him to fear God. As long as the king sought guidance from the Lord, God gave him success.
0: Uzziah declared war on the Philistines and broke down the walls of Gath, Jabneh, and Ashdod. Then he built new towns in the Ashdod area and in other parts of Philistia. God helped him in his wars against the Philistines, his battles with the Arabs of Ger, and his wars with the Moonites. The Metunites paid annual tribute to him, and his fame spread even to Egypt, for he had become very powerful. Uzziah built fortified towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate, at the valley gate, and at the angle in the wall. He also constructed forts in the wilderness and dug many water cisterns, because he kept great herds of livestock in the foothills of Judah and on the plains. He was also a man who loved the soil. He had many workers who cared for his farms and vineyards, both on the hillsides and in the fertile valleys. Uzziah had an army of well-trained warriors ready to march into battle, unit by unit. This army had been mustered by, and organized by Jetiel, the secretary of the army, and his assistant Masa, Masa'aya. Masa'aya. And they were under the direction of Hananiah, one of the king's officials. These regiments of mighty warriors were commanded by 2,600 clan leaders. The army consisted of 307,005 men, all elite troops. They were prepared to assist the king against any enemy. Uzziah provided the entire army with shields, spears, helmets, coats of mail, bows and sling stones he built structures on the walls of jerusalem designed by experts to protect those who shot arrows and hurled large stones from the towers and the corners of the wall his fame spread far and wide for the lord gave him marvelous help and he became very powerful
1: but when he had become powerful he also became proud which led to his downfall he sinned against the lord his God by entering the sanctuary of the Lord's temple and personally burning incense on the incense altar, yeah. as Uriah, the high priest went in after him with eighty dollars or eighty dollars mm. with eighty other priests of the Lord, all <laughs> brave men, they confronted King Uzziah and said, "It is not for you, Uzziah, to burn incense to the Lord. That is a work of the priests alone, the descendants of Aaron who set up part of this work." who were set apart for this work. Get out of the sanctuary, for you have sinned. The Lord God will honor you for this. Uzziah, who was holding an incense burner, became furious. But as he was standing there, raging at the priest before the incense altar in the Lord's temple, leprosy suddenly broke out on his forehead. When Azariah, the high priest, and all the other priests saw the leprosy, they rushed him out. And the king himself was eager to get out because the Lord had struck him. So King Uzziah had leprosy until the day he died. He lived in isolation in a separate house, for he was excluded from the temple of the Lord. His son Jotham was put in charge of the royal palace, and he governed the people of the land. The rest of the events of Uzziah's reign, from beginning to end, are recorded by the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos. And when Uzziah died, he was buried with his ancestors. His grave was in a nearby burial field, belonging to the king, for the people said he had leprosy, and his son Jotham became the next king. Jotham
0: was 25 years old when he became king. <clears throat> and he reigned in Jerusalem 16 years. His mother was Jerusha, the daughter of Zadok. Jotham did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight. He did everything his father Uzziah had done, except that Jotham did not sin by entering the temple of the Lord. But the people continued in their corrupt ways.
1: Jotham rebuilt the upper gate of the temple of the Lord. He also did extensive rebuilding of the wall of the hill of Ophel. He built towns in the hill country of Judah and constructed fortresses and towers in wooded areas. Jotham went to war against the Ammonites and conquered them. Over the next three years, he received from from them an annual tribute of 7,500 pounds of silver, 50,000 bushels of wheat, and 50,000 bushels of barley. King Jotham became powerful because he was careful to live obedience to the Lord his God.
0: The rest of the events of Jotham's reign, including all his wars and other activities, are recorded in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah. He was 25 years old when he became king, and he ruled in Jerusalem 16 years. When Jotham died, he was buried in the city of David, and his son Ahaz became the next king.
1: Well, Ahaz was 20 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 16 years. He did not do what was pleasing in the sight of the Lord, as his ancestor David had done. Instead, he followed the example of the kings of Israel. He cast metal images for the worship of Baal. He offered sacrifices in the valley of Beth Hinnom, even sacrificing his own sons in the fire. In this way, he followed the detestable practices of the pagan nations of the, the Lord had driven out from the land ahead of the Israelites. He offered sacrifices and burned incense at the pagan shrines and on the hills and under every green tree.
0: Because of all this, the Lord, had allo- the Lord his God allowed the king of Aram to defeat Ahaz and to exile large num- numbers of his people to Damascus. The armies of the king of Israel also defeated Ahaz and inflicted many casualties on his army. In a single day, Pekah, son of Remaliah, Israel's king, killed 120,000 of Judah's troops. All of them experienced warriors because they had abandoned the Lord, the God of their ancestors. Then Zikri, a warrior from Ephraim, killed Masaiah, the king's son, Azrakam, the king's Palace commander, and Elkanah, the king's second in command. The armies of Israel captured 200,000 women and children from Judah and seized tremendous amounts of plunder, which they took back to Samaria. But a prophet of the Lord named Oded was there in Samaria when the army of Israel returned home. He went out to meet them and said, The Lord, the God of your ancestors, was angry with Judah and let you defeat them. But you have gone too far, killing them without mercy, and all heaven is disturbed. And now you are planning to make slaves of these people from Judah and Jerusalem. What about your own sins against the Lord your God? Listen to me and return these prisoners you have taken, for they are not for they are your own rel- well <laughs> relatives. Watch out, because the Lord's fierce anger has been turned against you. Then some of the leaders of Israel, Azariah son of Jeho- Jehohanan, Berachiah son of Meshameloth. Je- Jehezkiah, son of Shalom and Amasa, son of Hadlai, agreed with this and confronted the men returning from battle. You must not bring the prisoners here, they declared. We cannot afford to add to our sins and guilt. Our guilt is already great, and the Lord's fierce anger is already turned against Israel. So the warriors released the prisoners and handed over the plunder in the sight of the leaders of all the people and all the people. Then the four men, just mentioned by name, came forward and distributed clothes from the plunder to the prisoners who were naked. They provided enough clothing and sandals to wear, gave them enough food food and drink, and dressed their wounds with olive oil. They put those who were weak on donkeys and took all the prisoners back to their own people in Jericho, the city of Palms. Then they returned to Samaria.
1: Well, at that time, King Ahaz of Judah asked the king of Assyria for help. The armies of Edom had invaded, had again invaded Judah and in taken captives. And the Philistines had raided towns located in the foothills of Judah and in the Negev of Judah. They had already captured and occupied Beth Shemesh, Ajalon, Gedaroth, Soko with its villages, Timnah with its villages, and Gimzo with its villages. The Lord was humbling Judah because of King Ahaz of Judah, for he had encouraged his people to sin and had been utterly unfaithful to the Lord. So when King Tiglath-Pileser of Assyria arrived, he attacked Ahaz instead of helping him. Ahaz took valuable items from the Lord's temple, the royal palace, and from the homes of his officials and gave them to the king of Assyria as tribute. But this did not help him. Even during this time of trouble, King Ahaz continued to reject the Lord. He offered sacrifices to the gods of Damascus who had defeated him, for he said, since these gods helped the kings of Aram, they will help me too if I sacrifice to them. But instead, they led to his ruin and the ruin of all of Judah. The king took the various articles from the temple of God and broke them into pieces. He shut the doors of the Lord's temple so that no one could worship there. And he set up altars to pagan gods in every corner of Jerusalem. He made pagan shrines in all the towns of Judah for offering sacrifices to other gods. In this way, he aroused the anger
0: of the Lord, the God of his ancestors. The rest of the events of Ahaz's reign and everything he did from beginning to end are recorded in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. When Ahaz died, he was buried in Jerusalem, but not in the royal cemetery of the kings of Judah. Then his son, Hezekiah, became the next king.
1: And that is our reading today.
0: You do that very well. That is our reading today. Thanks, You know, I think a lot more problems in Israel and Judah could have been solved a lot easier than this. Like... What if Azariah just showed up with 80 bucks every time something went wrong?
1: I have no idea
0: where 80 bucks. <laughs> I have no idea. 80, he showed That's up with the, 80 American dollars. It's, it's, not,
1: it's not even in the text. Not even close to the text. <laughs> I know I, what you got
0: on your mind, man. Uh, yeah, I 80, 80 bucks. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I got... Uh, <laughs> well, talk to Azariah.
0: <laughs> yeah, really he shows up with 80 bucks. 80 bucks. <laughs> That's the best... best. So, I've had lots of good gaffes. Sure. That's the best gaff. It's yet. not
1: easy to read continually like this.
0: <laughs> no, I agree. And you've read a yeah. lot. read a lot. A lot. Between so today and yesterday. A lot of things just You know what come you've out. earned? You know what you've earned, Chip? gold star. $80. Thank you. I'll take it. $80 from Maserati. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right. So we Let's get to it, Eric. Enough we read of all that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hashtag, uh, hashtag Dave Ramsey. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Somebody, send this. Somebody send this to him.
1: <sighs> anyway.
0: Okay. So, as we read that, Chip. Mm hmm. We were supposed to be thinking not about our finances, but about not about our allowance. Okay. but about what does this tell us about God? Yes, and what does this tell us about us? And I was
1: thinking about that. I know you were. Sometimes things come into play.
0: Of course you were. <laughs> Eighty
1: dollars. So here's here's what it tells me about God, and I, I can't believe I don't think I've said this yet, but this is so stinking true. Okay. God wants our whole heart. Hmm. He wants, and that that's the downfall. Of some of these mm-hmm. good kings, mm-hmm. they didn't give God their whole heart, you know, and 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 that's the downfall of us. Yeah. You know, he he wants it all. He just yeah. he doesn't want half-hearted leadership or followership or whatever. He wants wholeheartedness. Yeah, and uh, and he deserves it, and he wants it. And when we don't give it, bad things happen, you know. And I, I will say this for many years. Um, and, and even today, I, you know, we all struggle with this, of giving God our whole heart. Many years I just thought my half-heart was good enough. hmm And uh, that was a fallacy, of course, and uh, God taught me some good good lessons out of that for sure. And, uh, and so uh, that's what we learned through the Kings and Chronicles oh, and what yeah, we're reading absolutely. today. And uh, God wants all of our heart, not just half of our heart.
0: Yeah, I... Um, used to share my testimony and say, you know, I had one foot in Christ and one foot out of Christ. But that's that's actually impossible. Yeah, true. That's actually impossible. You can't give part of your heart to God because if you're giving part of your heart to God, then you're giving none of your heart to God. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you have one foot in Jesus and one foot out of Jesus, if you look down, both feet are out of Jesus. Hmm. There's no Because he keep, wants it all. Yeah, beca- exactly, yeah. because that is Yeah. That's the first commandment. Love the Lord your God with all mm-hmm. your heart, mind, soul, and strength. So true. So it is impossible. And Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. So mm-hmm. it is impossible to love Jesus and only give part of your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. You can't do it. It's all. can do it. So, yeah, I, I have adjusted. So I used to say that in my testimony. I have since adjusted that okay. to say, you know, I thought I had one foot in and one foot out. And I thought that was possible or good enough and it's not even possible let alone good enough yeah so good point yeah and i was going to say something very similar uh with with uzziah and how um it wasn't it wasn't that he was well-meaning and wanted to go offer incense to the lord right it's it's easy to miss that might be what you were thinking oh you know, he just he just wanted to go in and, and offer... He wanted to burn incense before the Lord. That's what he wanted to do. But it gets outlined here before that. When he had become powerful, he also became proud. Yeah. Which led to yeah. his downfall. Yeah. He sinned against the Lord by entering the sanctuary of the Lord's temple and personally burning incense on the incense altar. His job, keep the covenant. Not his job, burn incense. Yeah. It's very much the job of the priest mm-hmm. to burn the incense. And so by going in, he actually... It wasn't even like he added a responsibility to his job, which was to keep the covenant. The reality is he shattered the covenant because that is one of the covenantal stipulations that the priest will do that job. Yeah. God designed that job. Mm-hmm. God came up with that. Mm-hmm. And he forced the door open because he was arrogant. He was proud. He wanted that next thing. It wasn't because he had like a, a heart for doing that or he wanted to... You know, express his worship to God. He was proud. He was arrogant. And his arrogance kept him from giving God his whole heart. That's true. You know, it kept him from doing his job and fulfilling what he was committed to do for God. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think that those two go together. That arrogance, yeah. that pride can be the reason we don't give God our whole heart. There's lots of reasons. Yeah. But I think in Uzziah's case, it was absolutely the reason. Yeah. And then his downfall. Was that he was struck with leprosy for the rest of his life. Yeah. So, one, he couldn't even enter the temple of mm-hmm. the Lord. He couldn't be around the people who were worshiping. He had to stay away forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the source of that was his arrogance. Yeah. So, That's I, right. just, That's I just. I, yeah. So, give God your whole heart mm-hmm. and meanwhile, check your ego. Hmm. You know, And if you see, if you evaluate your life, if you reflect on who you are and, and what your life is like, and you see that you're not giving God your whole heart, ask yourself why, there is a good chance that it will have something to do with your own ego, with your pride. And you need to check that, get rid of that before you also suffer a downfall. Yeah. And it's a reminder for us too. Absolutely. I mm-hmm. like that you said that, Chip. Mm-hmm. that we still, we're not perfect. No. Yeah, yeah. Not by a long shot. Yeah. So That's good. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you for reading
1: uh, with us today. No problem at well, all. If you have an extra 80 bucks, and you know where to send it.
0: <laughs> you got to submit a I request no to Azariah. I, no idea what that came <laughs> He showed up with $80. No idea what Wow! That oh, <laughs> gee. Uzziah's burning incense, and Azariah's like, listen, I will give you $80 to stop burning oh, that incense oh, right man.
1: now. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I apologize for my... No, it's fine. It's cousins, unedited. It all is- right. Have a good day. I got my keys. I got my Ridge wallet. And I got my drink. Whatever beverage that is from yesterday.
0: Don't forget from yesterday. Right. <laughs> That's right. It's from yesterday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and don't forget to go on and say boo or yay to these kings. And, yeah. Ugh. All right. We'll catch you later. Those yesterdays. Yeah. yeah. Ew. Gross. Can't believe that you're drinking that.